Welcome back. This is episode 19 of the Intellectual Kitchen. I hope your day is going well as you cue this up for a listen. I hope you've been enjoying our daily streak, what we've been doing. I hope you enjoy the show. I really do. I certainly have a lot of fun doing this every day and talking about the stuff I love. So today we're going to... Well, talk about more of it. <laughs> I, I quickly realized that I didn't, uh, I, I had not given myself enough time to accurately describe, uh, to, to, to think of a way to describe the topic and then to actually describe the topic uh, before that last note of our theme song played. But regardless, here I am now, and I can tell you all about. The topic, and I will introduce it with a brief story. Uh, today, I had a uh, sandwich and soup for lunch, both of which were very good. Uh, would highly recommend what I had for lunch today. Um, and as I was finishing up, I really wanted to get going, and so I had finished uh, my sandwich, and I had about half of my soup left. And in and and uh, so the soup for context, the soup was not in a. Uh, this was at a restaurant-like place where you, you know, you go and you you, you restaurant. Uh, not really a restaurant. It was like a a quick serve place, and I got my food. Um, and I sat down. And the sandwich, it was all in, uh, in, in containers that could be portable if necessary. So the sandwich was in uh, a compostable box and the soup was in a small compostable cup. And as I was finishing up, uh, I had finished my sandwich and uh, I had a, a, about half the soup left uh, still to eat. And I really wanted to get going, so... Uh, I took the whole cup of soup and I just drank the rest of it sitting right there. Uh, I wasn't sitting with anyone, but I, I stopped using the spoon and I just drank the rest of the soup. And as I did that, I thought to myself, wow, I wonder I wonder if that's appropriate. I wonder if that's considered polite. I wonder if that is, um, is okay to do um, in, in this area. And, and at uh, such an establishment and just in general is that um, are, are people are people okay with seeing someone do that and so the topic for today uh, really is manners and it's about being polite about food and uh, talking about food and eating food and all of that and I think um, this is an intriguing topic and one that for a lot of people is introduced uh, early on in their households, but uh, for a lot of other people, um, they may have different exposures to it. And um, of course, there are plenty of cultural differences that come into play here. So it's, uh, it's, it's a broad topic as they, as they come. And uh, it will be, I think, interesting to, to kind of do a little overview of that here. Uh, I'm going to draw from a lot of my personal experience, uh, but um, we'll, we'll see what else we can touch on. I don't want to be too limiting. So um, I guess we could start with the soup. So the reason I 
The reason I, I wondered if if this would be appropriate is because I mean it's not it's not something you you typically see. It's a, you don't you don't typically see um, people drinking drinking soup as if it's a, a beverage or, or you know sipping it directly from a bowl. Even if you put soup in a cup, that would be that would be a little weird. Now I think I was pretty enabled by the size of this container. It was a small uh, soup bowl. But at the same time, uh, I, I couldn't help thinking, maybe is this is this like rude or impolite? Um, I came to the conclusion that it wasn't, probably mostly because I did really want to finish up and move on with my day. But um, at the same time, there, I think there's a potential for it. I mean, I was in an informal setting. I wasn't eating with anyone, but... It is, you know, it's a curious thought. Seeing someone drink soup out of a bowl is not something, certainly not something that you see every day. So so just because it's an, an uncommon way to eat food, I don't think it necessarily has to mean it's an impolite or rude way to eat food. Um, but, but certainly lots, most, uh, most impolite or rude ways to eat food are rather uncommon, although not all of them. So we kind of have this interesting, uh, interesting balance between, between uncommon ways to do things with food and bad manners and, uh, and impolite and rude ways to do things with food. So that covers the soup thing, I think. Um, Another another point that I think uh, is likely to come up when we talk about politeness around food and around eating is uh, the idea of having elbows on the table. I was uh, I was taught rather uh, rather um, hmm, what's the appropriate word here? I was taught rather completely, rather fully, uh, that having elbows, uh, on, on a table is, is just considered impolite. And it's just one of those things where it's considered rude. And it's, uh, and, and I, I never, I don't believe I ever got a, a truly fulfilling explanation for that one. I think a lot of it was left to be inferred. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a circular explanation. It wasn't as if it wasn't as though people. I was told, you know, don't put your elbows on the table. It's rude. Oh, why is that? Oh, because it's rude. Like, it was, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't just. It's rude to have your elbows on the table because when you have your elbows on the table, you're being rude. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like that. It was more along the lines of, well, it appears rude. It gives this rude air about you. And I think uh, rather quickly, actually, over time, I I ascertained that it's because it it's a little too assertive. It's a little too dominating for the table to have your elbows on the table. It's, um, it's not, it's not giving you a great look and it's putting you in a weird context among who else is at the table. So it's not, it's not informal in any way, but it's, um, it's not the right tone for for a communal place uh, to eat. And I was, as I said, taught this rather completely uh, uh, growing up by my parents. And uh, I, I distinctly remember that uh, in elementary school, one day I was in 
uh, second grade, and I and uh, 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 someone I knew in the class, in my class, won a raffle at the school to have lunch with the principal, and he was allowed to invite two of his friends, and he rather graciously invited me, which su- surprised me a lot, um, because I, I didn't know he he considered me to be uh such a, a close friend that he would do that but he he was like yeah of course i'm going to going to bring you to that and um i went along with him and another kid and we had lunch with the principal of our school and we had a nice conversation but i remember for for like the entire time my principal had his elbows on the table and i would, i just remember staring at him thinking like my goodness, what, what, you know, what is wrong with this guy? So it was, it, you know, it wasn't all just that. It was a combination of like, what's wrong with this guy, and and how come he can do it but I can't? And if if my principal for crying out loud is doing this, then how how possibly how horribly bad can it be if I'm doing it? And why was I taught uh, so completely so fully that this was rude if? my my principal is doing it and he seems fine with it um and and while i thought all of that i also thought to myself well he he does look um a little weird for for a lunch table sitting sitting at it that way i mean the fact that he has his elbows up on the table is just it's it's not it it's not the right vibe for lunch. It's like a little too like uh, it's it's like I want to say too formal, but it's not too formal. It's like um, it it's coming off as rather like oh I don't I don't know if there's a good word for this. There has to be, but it was coming off as as like not just not a not uh, appropriate. It was too like boisterous, perhaps. I'm not I'm not sure. I saw I thought it was uh. It was a weird look, and so I I think then especially I began to understand more about why why something like that is so important and um, yeah so uh, that's that's another thing the other uh, the other thing I was I was taught in terms of politeness at an eating table um, is is having is putting your napkin on your lap whenever you sit down i was taught that you should do that um that it's a a a sign of uh not 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 that not a sign that you're being polite but um was 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 the correct thing to do how's that it was good manners to do that when you sat down at a table and it didn't matter um if it was uh, a table at home and it was just a paper napkin any anywhere from from there to a diner with a you know a, a, an even an even thinner napkin to all the way up to a fancy restaurant with a cloth napkin or, or whatever i was taught that you should um that you should unfold your napkin and put it on your lap as soon as you sat down and that that was sort of, that was just a the 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 thing to do with uh, if you were if you had good manners at the table and 
I thought, you know, I I thought that made sense. It's like, okay, you you sort of get yourself ready to eat, and you um and you and you announce in a in a certain way that um that you're ready to eat, that you've accepted like your position at the table, and that um you know you you clean up the the area around your plate a bit like if the if the silverware started wrapped up um in a napkin you would have undone that to get the napkin onto your lap or if it was or if the napkin was you know by the silverware you you kind of you shift things around a little bit wow uh you shift things around a little bit um you 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 touch some different things to indicate that like things are happening and then um and you and you move the napkin and and every and you've kind of announced to the table that you're like you're being a part of this meal and so um you know that 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 made sense to me but also as i as i grew up and and just around all the all the friends i had and and uh who were my age and and even people much older and and younger everyone in between um i noticed that actually very few people did this and i'm not sure if it's something i was taught uncommonly or if it's something that people forget or think is no longer necessary today but i still i would say pretty often do that as a as a habit uh when i'm when i'm sitting down somewhere where there's a napkin i I do try to do that and i think it's um i you know you know less i do it less at uh in my house I, i do it less uh, you know, if I'm if I'm eating uh, a meal with with my parents, for example, although I'm trying to recall, I don't I don't think I do it as much at home, but uh, I do do it I, still in many other places, especially restaurants, and um, and I I think restaurants is the is the place where I was you know particularly taught this this is uh this is the polite thing this is the 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 good mannered thing to do and um and and yet I I was I was struck by uh by how many other people don't do this and I think it honestly may may just be a facet of who is taught what and um and who feels what is appropriate and especially as uh as we grow up and move on and and things accelerate and and move uh and, and change around us that maybe that's a, a fading tradition i'm not sure there's a scene um in in the in the very famous movie titanic james cameron's is it james cameron James Cameron, I think it's James Cameron, in a uh, in James Cameron's Titanic when uh, when Rose is is sort of going through this uh, this self self reflection of of who she is and who she's grown up to be and and been raised uh, as sort of uh, uh, a daughter of a very wealthy family and and someone who's been taught to to sort of you know grow right into the uh, at the time unfortunate stereotype of being a wealthy woman um and and she sits down uh for lunch with her family as she's she's sort of pondering everything about herself uh and she looks over at one of the tables and sees a very very young girl uh sitting sitting down with her mother who with who appears to be her mother for lunch and the little girl very uh very articulately uh mimics the mother's graceful uh um capture and placement of the napkin on her lap 
and it, and it's really a, f- a very very complete uh, mimicking of of the mother. I mean, the 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 girl like takes the napkin and and puts it down on her lap, and then like sort of gives it this this very exquisite flourish. Um, and Rose is sort of seeing herself in this that she's been been raised to follow all these these you know unnecessarily high uh, standards of of wealthy culture, and not not not. not you know, not unnecessarily high standards, but uh, that's perhaps not a, that's not the right phrase, but unnecessarily uh, exquisite practices and and uh, and traditions of the higher class, and so it's not so much the the oh you should set down your napkin on your lap point that she's thinking oh gee I I shouldn't have learned that and and you know I feel so uh, so so blind to the rest of the world because. I in my high class have been taught to put my napkin on my lap. It's just that she's she's seeing this girl so uh, so blindly imitate the mother's actions, and uh, it's more of a reflection on my goodness. I've just been following everyone around me, even the way she flourished. That napkin was just heartbreaking because it looked far too much like um, a mother who has all these prejudgments and thoughts about uh, such high society. And here the girl is already doing that without even realizing the position she's getting herself into. And it's just, it's a kind of really like a gross um, amalgamation of, of these two worlds of, of youth and, uh, and the mature, the mature person in the high class. But anyway, that is my filmic analysis. If you would like more of that, I will uh, actually hopefully have more of that for you soon. But anyway, um, putting napkins on your lap. I'm not sure, uh, if it is, if it's even commonly taught, but it is something, uh, I was taught and I find it, uh, I find it funny to see, uh, not as many people doing it these days, but anyway, I, I still think it's a nice gesture. Um, and I think it's certainly possible to do it without, uh, giving that impression that is given off in Titanic, which is kind of, as I said, going into a whole other realm of discussion beyond beyond food itself although perhaps not because food is certainly a very uh a very class dependent item commodity uh you know you have you have uh different you know different people of different uh financial backgrounds eat very different things um someday we may perhaps cover that as well um the last sort of topic I'm going to cover in terms of being polite and good-mannered with food is telling people what you really think of what they designed, of what they made, of what they served you. And this is perhaps the most important of all because the others were were specific practices of of politeness that you that you may have grown up with. But this is something that reaches beyond food certainly. Um, and even even just in food is, I feel, a, a bit of an issue. So if you, uh, if you go over to dinner somewhere or if you uh, have something that a friend made, it's as simple as that. It doesn't need to be a, a fancy sit-down thing. It's if you're eating something that, uh, that someone else is made, has made, excuse me, um, and, uh, and, and, you've, and you've had it, are you going to tell them your honest opinion on that food and uh and if you're not why because we tend to 
uh, when when people ask if uh, if we liked something that they chose or made, uh, we tend to always respond in the affirmative. It's off. It's sometimes considered very rude uh, to to sort of state what you really think and to say uh, that 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 you that you that you don't like something or that you think something could be better. It's sometimes considered. It's sometimes it is. <laughs> It's late and I'm tired. Oh man, it, it's sometimes considered very, uh, very rude to give feedback like that, especially you know even even when it is asked of you. And um, with food, I think it can be a similar situation. I think um, sometimes people don't know if that is uh, if if it's appropriate to say, "Oh, I I liked it, but I think you could improve it by doing this," or to say. Oh wait, you know I I I didn't like it. I I was actually I was about to say it's not to my taste. It's not to my taste. And um I think that is you know sh- sure sure that's a euphemism in a sense, but I think it's a euphemism because uh because it we have we have established norms around what you say and how to give constructive criticism and being at, at a table and eating things and especially eating things that other people have already made involves a lot of courtesy and manners and politeness. And part of that is that if you don't like something that someone has made from you, you can put it lightly so that they are not immediately offended and, and state it in sort of a universally accepted way. Um, such that they understand what you mean, but at the same time, you haven't necessarily insulted them. And yes, this is, in a sense, the idea of political correctness, but I'm avoiding the issue of political correctness because, honestly, this isn't about political correctness. It's, it's, the, it's the earlier idea that there should be some accepted way for people to communicate uh, touchy subjects such that you can get the feedback you want while not being offended, while universally understanding what it is that's being said. And this really only works well for very simple things. It doesn't work for, you know, huge political issues where you have multiple sides and opinions and a range of opinions and, and, and ranges of issues and stuff. And of course, you do have ranges of opinions on food. But when when you're saying something like this, you're just giving the simplest, you're issuing the simplest statement um, that perhaps you didn't like something as much as you had hoped or intended or thought you would. Uh, I just, you know, all three of those kind of mean the same thing. But but if you're if you're trying to say uh, to give someone feedback and say, oh, I, I actually didn't happen uh, to like it uh, that much or or just, uh, you know, at all. It's again, it's not on a scale. If you're if you're just trying to say uh, I didn't like it, then it's it's sort of this uh, this nice way of putting it that such that everyone understands it and no one is offended is to say uh, it's not to my taste. And I think that is honestly kind of nice. I, I think that, I think that is nice really, because yes, you are, you are rewording it and you're putting it lightly. And sometimes that can have its perils, but at the same time, you're doing it so that everyone, um, understands no one is really insulted and, um, you get to say what you want to say 
regardless um, and without really hurting feelings because everyone sort of hopefully understands that that is something that they can say that they can hear um, as and, and, and the, and the meaning it conveys. Now, outside of that, there are, there are plenty of other issues. I mean, you, you want to be able to, to say what you, what you think of someone's food when someone asks you beyond, I liked it or it wasn't to my taste. You want to be able to give suggestions for improvement, especially if they designed the food, because, you know, this, it's, this stuff is fantastic and you want to contribute. I want to contribute to making and designing better food. And I think a fantastic way to do that is through constructive criticism. But it's not helpful to say to someone, I didn't like it, and just stop there. And it's not helpful to say, I didn't like it, and I don't know what I didn't like about it. And sure, you might not have known what you didn't like about it. But if you're going to say that, follow up with the person at some point on what you did not like about it. Because when they hear that, when I hear that, the first thing I think is, well, what can I do to make it better? And of course, you know, also what, like, what can I do to, 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 to make it such that you like it? I mean, that's important to me too. And, and those two kind of cross over, but maybe um, I get suggestions from 99 people on how to make this thing better because of what they did and didn't like. And I do that and then still you don't like it. So then then maybe I prepare a special version from you based on your comments. But I think it's important that we uh, establish a, a, a norm of, of being able to give more constructive criticism on food. And, you know, the, the, the whole, it's not to my taste has worked wonderfully for us for years. Um, and I think we could come up with something similar, some sort of like universally accepted language in that everyone understands it. People can get their points across, but people don't feel insulted about, you know, varying degrees of what I liked and what I didn't like. And it's not that you have to wrap the entire conversation of criticism in this like weird politically correct I can't say certain words thing it's just that you can start to bring it up by saying something like oh it wasn't to my taste or oh I liked it uh but you know this I didn't like it something it's it's so that you can say something like that in sort of a a more approachable way for most people so maybe something like oh I really liked it I'm wondering what you can do differently with this component of it. And then from there, you've both sort of established, you've signaled to each other that you want to enter this this really deep, uh, interesting, wonderful conversation about the design of that food. And from there, the, you know, the other person can say, oh, okay, what did you think of those components? And flat on from there, you can just talk however you want to about, about how you feel things were prepared and mixed together and what you would do differently. And, oh, I'd love to have the recipe for that. And can I try that myself? And, and let's, you know, look this over together. And, and, you know, not, not that you're going to then just immediately have, have permission to be mean. I don't think anyone would want to be mean in that situation. And it's certainly not going to help, but just that from then onward, you can be direct and have an insightful conversation, the two of you together to build a better food and and from there you can start start talking directly about the ingredients and your opinions and why you think 
what how you felt about the food and just explain in in these design of food terms what you thought of it and what can make it better in a way that both people are comfortable with because it's not insulting you're not being rude you're just plainly stating with your own feelings and passion how you feel about that food and that is how to start a wonderful conversation with someone about the design of their food oh yeah that was uh this is this is this felt like a long one. It's because I'm recording very late at night, uh, and I'm and I'm tired, and I need to go to bed, and I'm gonna do that soon. But uh, I do hope you enjoy this conversation. I realize uh, I spent, I I I introduced this very general topic of food criticism and and manners and politeness, and and took it by a sort of a case study approach of of a, a few different things that I've experienced in my life. But um, I think that I you know, that that's a good way for me to do it. I hope that was a good way for you to enjoy this introduction to the topic of politeness. I really do hope to get into this more. Hopefully um, we can talk about it with guests in the future and tackle maybe uh, on a little more of a general level, this whole, this whole politeness in food thing. Thank you for joining. Thanks for coming back today to listen to episode 19. It was all about manners being polite, food, food criticism, and food consumption. Food design, it is what we do. I found that it's even easier to comment for feedback on these episodes and blog posts than I explained before. If you're listening to us in iTunes, you can go to the episode description, scroll down, click episode webpage, and leave a comment there for feedback on WordPress. In the meantime, have a nice day. Enjoy yourself.